Hello again, Awesomers. It's me. It's Steve Simonson, and I'm coming back today with another episode of the Awesomers.com podcast series. Uh, this is number 146, uh, so all you have to do is go to Awesomers.com slash 146. And what does that mean to you? It means you can go find out uh, the show notes and links and things like that that I'm going to talk about today. And I'm just going to do a quick uh, show rundown for you. Uh, first of all, I'm going to talk about something that's happening in California that's very important for sales tax, and I hope you guys pay close attention. Uh, and then I'm going to give you some tips on selling on eBay. I think there's uh, six or seven tips I'm going to share with you. A lot of people don't think about eBay as a viable channel at this stage. Uh, I do think there's um, some potential for it, and I'm going to just go through some top tips very quickly. Uh, and then uh, I'll also uh, start with this fact. Uh, I will be in London on June 1st for the Seller Sessions uh, live uh, conference uh, put on by uh, Danny Sullivan. And for those of you who are already aware, Seller Sessions has a wonderful podcast where Danny takes experts on a regular basis and dives into deep details about uh, various things happening in the Amazon seller space. So if you're an Amazon seller and you're not listening already, you should go check out Seller Sessions. So first, let me start with the what's happening in California. I've put the link on the show notes page, so awesomers.com slash 146. Go to the sales tax alert. So basically, we've made some progress as a community, and the people leading the fight, guys like Paul Raffleson and, and others, uh, I, I like to throw my hat in the ring because I've been a proponent of people not getting screwed by California for some time. Uh, but with the... The efforts of Paul Raffleson and the Online Merchants Guild, there have been some progress. There has been some progress made in California. So, as an example, you know, a lawsuit essentially was filed at the end of last year, which pushed California's assembly into passing, I think it's the AB 147, that essentially makes Amazon start collecting the sales tax. It makes, it's a marketplace type law. And I actually think it's a, a decent one. And they've established some minimums that I think are logical. Uh, this is actually where California is doing something right. Um, that said, it, they were pushed into it by sellers and by uh, Paul and, and the Online Merchants Guild and, and you know folks like us that have been pressuring them. But they haven't taken the, the final step, which is like all the back taxes, those should be coming from Amazon. If anybody's going to pay them, it should be from Amazon. Instead, the, the CFTDA or whatever the, the California Franchise uh, Tax Department is, they're running around like regular thugs beating down entrepreneurs. They are scumbag uh, bureaucrats, and I despise them. And uh, there's only one person in California that's a political person that has the guts to stand up and, and do the right thing and say the right things, and that's Fiona Ma. She has been instrumental in helping improve the environment that really is a nightmare in California. And again, you know, sellers are happy to do the right thing. They're happy for compliance in the right context at the right time. When you sell on the Amazon marketplace or the eBay marketplace or other marketplaces, let the marketplace, they're the retailer, let them handle it and keep these hundreds of thousands, really millions of small businesses out of that bureaucratic nonsense. That's what we're talking about here, not trying to somehow get out of taxes. Uh, again, if it was simple, 
and it was online and, and so forth, it would be easy to do, but people don't really understand how complex it is. All of this goes to say that Fiona Ma is having a fundraiser and online uh, webinar, and I've put a link on the page. It's, it's coming up very quickly. It is actually uh, happening very, very quickly, so please go to awesomers.com slash 146. It's possible that they will have a replay on there, this is a fundraiser, so you pay to go to the webinar. If you can't go to the webinar, make a donation anyway. If you have ever sold anything in California, the tax man's hunting for you, and we're trying to get that hunt called off so that those back taxes don't come and crush small emerging entrepreneurs who had no idea that the, the state of California and Amazon essentially have been treating them as cannon fodder when they should not have uh, be doing this. So go check that out. Please make a donation. There's, there's no reason you shouldn't. It's a nonprofit. Uh, you know, guys like me and Paul and others, we work for no money, uh, you know, on this stuff. But we, we, you know, Paul is a volunteer. I'm a volunteer for the Empowery um, Nonprofit E-Commerce Cooperative. And we're doing this to help you, to help entrepreneurs out there who have made a sale in California. If you don't want them chasing you for back taxes, get involved now. So that's a, a, I don't know, any more of a no-nonsense way to tell you to get in the game. Stop sitting on the sidelines, start participating and making a difference. We're making progress, but gosh, it's, it's not easy. And I'm not even asking for anything for myself. Paul's not asking for anything for himself. We're saying, go support uh, Fiona Ma and, um, you know, let's, let's make a difference. So, by the way, I noticed uh, when I recorded my last episode that, you know, sometimes when you record these, you're trying to speak and you're trying to think and you're trying to even read at times to stay on, on topic. But I think I, I recorded the tagline of there's a solution for every problem backwards. I think I said there's a problem for every solution. But uh, for those who uh, may have heard that quotation, I, I would like to just recant the, the misstatement and say again that whatever the problem is, whether it's trading with China and tariffs or sales taxes or any of that other stuff there, whatever the problem is, there's a solution to every problem. So hopefully that adds a little bit of clarity. Uh, if you're paying close attention, I, I misspeak regularly. That's part of my charm. Okay. So, um, a week or so ago, I took a bunch of people to, to eBay so that we can learn that eBay is actually still relevant. Not only do they, you know, do $100 billion a year globally, but they dominate in some markets. If you want to sell in Australia, eBay dominates Australia. Amazon's trying to get there, but eBay dominates Australia. And a lot of people don't know this, they have like an FBA warehouse service in Australia as well. So if you're trying to get in Australia for Amazon, why not go to the big dog there and, and check out eBay as well? Uh, that's something to consider. And just, again, to know that eBay is still relevant. It's been kicked around, and there's definitely – it's had moments of arrogance, I have to say, and uh, full disclosure to eBay. They treated us uh, like crap. Most often, uh, sellers were, were treated, again, like the cannon fodder I just described that Amazon and, and the state of California treat us as. And ultimately, sellers made a choice, and they said, you know what? eBay, the, the more of a pain you are, the more we're likely to go sell on Amazon or, or elsewhere. So I tell you that there is an opportunity on eBay. Uh, the Empower E-Commerce Cooperative has kind of a program to help people uh, get into eBay with some help 
And even if you used to sell, you want to start selling again, uh, contact the Empower e-commerce cooperative. They can share some of those resources with uh, members or shareholders. But regardless, whether you're uh, involved in that or not, here are some tips that I think you should consider. So first of all, if you have things listed on eBay and it hasn't sold in some period of time, let's say 12 months or more, you should discontinue those listings and relist because the principle here is that old stuff doesn't sell. The eBay algorithm looks at how many popular items you have versus how many stale items, and it can actually adjust listings that are, that are even relatively popular. Those can be suppressed in the algorithm because it looks at your you know, stale versus popular ratio and goes, eh, mostly this uh, seller has stale stuff, so let's not over-reward them. This doesn't appear that they're getting much activity, much engagement from buyers. All of this means the more active your account appears to be, the better off you will be in the search algorithm. All right, so that's tip number one, old stuff doesn't sell. So all you have to do is close those and relist them and maybe freshen up the content, pricing, offer, etc. All right, number two, free shipping and 30-day returns. Everybody relies on FBA or Prime or whatever, but if you have a good 3PL, uh, you can offer free shipping and you should offer free returns, 30-day uh, returns, because people, their expectations for buying online have really changed over time. Nobody wants to pay for shipping, even if it's baked into the price, and the, the risk of buying something without a return is often a blockade for a buyer. So, so just, you know, don't worry about the short run pain or I know that everybody was worried about somebody abusing the policy. Uh, fundamentally, the eBay algorithm will reward you if you have free shipping, especially if it's fast and free, that's an eBay badge, as well as having a 30-day return policy uh, at a minimum. That can, again, um, find favor with the algorithm. And that's, that's what the, the game is, right? For any of us, we got to figure out what the algorithm likes, and then we got to use it. So the next thing is uh, having fresh selection. So we talked in the first point that old listings don't sell. Well, even when you are adding new items or you're refreshing the content on existing items, the, this freshness factor uh, is something that the eBay algorithm looks for. And by the way, eBay is not unique in this regard. Google looks at this freshness indicator. The more often you add content uh, in a blog, for example, the more likely you are to find the algorithm rewarding you. So fresh selection is the third tip regarding eBay, but it really works, I think, in general for most algorithms. If you think about you know, algorithms as a, you know, search algorithms in particular, as kind of a, a category of their own, Everybody kind of copies Google on some level, right? Google's the leader and the one making the most money at it. So if Google does something, you should anticipate other people trying to mimic or copy it over time to make sure that their relevancy and make sure their user experience and all of those things are being well managed. So fresh selection is point number three. Point number four, it's an oldie but a goodie, and uh, there are some limitations here, but titles matter. So what we mean by this is you should use as much of the title text as you can, but eBay does have limits on their titles that are shorter than Amazon or other marketplaces. So instead of just trying to um, take your, your title from Amazon and then just you know, cutting it off at the end, 
try to craft a, a proper eBay title that maxes, maximizes the title text, the characters. It changed my category. I think it's like 75 characters or something. And don't fill it with crappy stuff like new, rare, cheap, you know, uh, things like that. Because the algorithm knows that those are generic words, essentially. And it doesn't like it when you try to spam it up. Um, you know, eBay algorithm uh, writers and, and Amazon algorithm writers, all of them kind of look for these ways that we hack the system and they don't like it. And not only do they not factor it in, they can defactor it. In other words, they can penalize you if you try to trick it. Um, one of the other suggestions is to use a capital first letter of each word, but don't do all caps. And this is something that you should be very careful about. All caps will look spammy to the, the algorithm and that could reduce your visibility. Remember, the first thing to making a sale is being seen. And if the algorithm doesn't think you're relevant or otherwise penalizes you for not playing by the rules, you're not going to be seen. If you're not seen, you're not going to make a sale. All right, tip number five. Uh, it's an oldie but a goodie. A picture is worth 1,000 words. And the point here is add as many pictures as you can to your listing because eBay actually gives multiple pictures on items a little bit of a bump in the search algorithm. And therefore, the more photos you add, the higher potential listing value that is implied to the algorithm. And your listing has a lot more flexibility on eBay, as uh, those of you who have uh, experience with know, you can actually make a pretty compelling page. And the more visually stimulating it is, the better. Amazon sellers, you just got access over the last couple of years to EBC, enhanced brand content. That's essentially the same concept we're talking about. Make a product listing page, the item page, engaging visually. Make it something compelling so that your story is being told but in a visually attractive way. This is the direction of the internet. Okay, on to point number six. So data matters, right? And uh, we call this tip big data for the win. If you're not already adding data points, uh, which means item specifics, then you're missing an opportunity. And this goes on eBay, goes on Amazon. If they have basically any data points or data fields that you have not filled in that are relevant to your product, you're missing an opportunity. The, the way these catalogs work and the way they, the categorization and relevancy and kind of, there's a bunch of things in the background that work off of these data points, even if you can't see it. And therefore, we're saying that, you know, eBay and Amazon, any of these guys, you should build out the catalog so to increase your usage of all these data fields. The more information you add, um, including the UPC and other data specifics, the better off you will be. The algorithms will reward you by showing more data in your listing. And again, if you're seeing more, you sell more. And if we talk about uh, metrics that matter, eBay is cognizant, this is tip number seven, our last eBay tip, eBay is cognizant of the buyer experience just like any other marketplace. So when you start thinking about getting top ratings and maintaining your, your good high customer service marks, these are very, very important. And things like free shipping, free returns, we already talked about, but getting top rated seller status, which takes 100 sales roughly, and then keeping your other metrics in line, service, returns, um, satisfaction, star ratings, 
And then, of course, adding marketing functions can also drive further visibility, which leads to, wait for it, sales. And that's what we're all here for, is to try to uh, drive sales and create happy customers. So those are seven tips for eBay. And again, I'm just trying to go through those very quick. If you, you know, haven't already, take action. Go to awesomers.com slash 146. We've got the, the eBay tips there. We also have the sales tax alert along with the link of where you can go and donate and join the, the webinar uh, or at least donate to, to Fiona Ma so she can keep fighting the good fight. She's the only one. I, I never do political donations. I, I dislike them in general, but she's the only one who's making a difference. And frankly, without her, we have very low shot at getting uh, California to, to get with reality and stop trying to beat down the little guy. Uh, by the way, they're doing this to teachers too. So it's not just, you know, so-called e-commerce entrepreneurs. Teachers who have been selling lesson plans or other things online are being whacked with this same ridiculous um, and onerous idea that somehow we're all sales tax experts and we all have the ability to, to manage 10,000 separate jurisdictions. Sorry about that pound there. I was hitting my fist and uh, actually hit the desk by accident. So... Uh, anyway, awesomers, I appreciate you. Uh, I love entrepreneurs, and I want you to be awesomer. Don't be normies. Be awesomers, and get out there and take action. Awesomers.com slash 146. I look forward to seeing you soon.